0: Charity war. Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. Uh,
1: Yankees win! Pull over! No, it's a cardigan, but thanks for noticing. You a pilot, Farker? I'm a fighter, I'm a fighter, i on the
0: telephones
1: are ringing, overload mode in the 21st century, driving home with my hand on the cell phone.
2: This is Live yeah, at Five, Live me. at Five, in right. at Five, back in the yeah, right, um, ah, oh, that's a good thing, right, yeah, seven, never mind, <laughs> ten minutes, <laughs> ten minutes after five o'clock here on uh, the 29th of May, 2023, and, uh, we're back with the great weather here, the summer has finally arrived. I think it has. We're supposed to break a record this Thursday, according to Joe Wessner, local weatherman. Weatherman with Joe. Uh, that's going to be in two days from now. I keep on thinking that today's Monday, but it's not. Today's Tuesday, the day after Memorial Day. And I don't know if I'll be able to do this because I—I sent. A, you heard it on on uh, various talk pundit shows today. One hundred-year-old uh, World War II veteran speaks out about society, and he's dressed in all you know his. I don't know what ranking he was, but you know, here it is—a hundred-year-old man crying on camera on Twitter. Obviously, someone posted it for him. Can't imagine he did. And uh, hopefully, I could share that with you because it's very compelling stuff. So it's great to be back. I uh, was downstate, Now, I got to sign in here. I was downstate, uh, down in Long Island, and my arms are tired. And uh, it was quite the experience. Give me a second here okay okay I gotta sign into my uh Facebook page here because someone signed me out I probably did but nonetheless uh if I can call up that that segment with that uh, veteran I will because it says a lot you know that we're supposed to learn from our elders and what this man says and within a couple of minutes of time says everything here's a guy with all of his faculties and he's worried for us he truly is so I'll play that for you in a bit anyway I um when we, rather Sharon and I went down to see uh, the grandchildren down in Northport, Long Island, which is near Comac. For anyone keeping score at home, the weather was great. We went to see uh, *Sound of Music* this past Saturday night, and I can just tell you this: I, I just don't want to sound like a typical New Yorker, but it's just, it's just incredible. The closer you get to the, you know, to to Broadway, the closer you'll get to Broadway. I mean, I know you could see it on some cruise ship somewhere out in the middle of the ocean. I get that. But Sound and Music never sounded better. It was almost, I, I, I swear, if you were blind, like our friend Tim, you would think it's from the movie itself. Seven young kids playing seven young kids. They didn't, you know, one of them was eight years old. And uh, just the performance itself on such a small stage, half the size of a uh, state office building, small intimate place right there in Northport. And uh, I, I just, I can't say anything, I can't say enough about how great it was. The singing and you know, climb every mountain. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, a local production here, there, everywhere. You know, you love the effort. It's great. Oh, you tried. This was just outstanding, and it should be because the tickets were like eighty bucks. But nonetheless, it was very, very good. And it's playing down there for anyone in near Long Island, particularly northern uh, North Shore, Oyster Bay area. Uh, where the uh, uh, the Teddy Roosevelts used to hang out. Go down there and get yourself tickets, and because the show continues, it plays through July second, I believe. And it will just it will just make your body shiver. It truly will. So we come back, uh, and sure enough, we come back. We actually came back Sunday. I, we we relaxed yesterday. I didn't want to deal with the traffic getting down there on a on a, on a Friday like we did. Probably a mistake. Um, but you know what? I've seen worse. So nonetheless, it was it was okay. I'm just, I have no patience anymore for traffic. I just don't understand why people do it. But nonetheless, we came back uh, Sunday, beautiful day, driving just south of Albany. And it was just a, a weird phenomenon happened to me. And I'll explain, uh, you know, you're driving along and there's certain parts of the throughway that are three lanes, especially if you're going up a hill. So, you know, the, 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 the people that designed the thruway knew that if you're going to travel up a hill, certainly around the Catskills area, you're going to need the third lane. There's also a lot of straightaways. There's the, the distance between you think the distance between um exits on on the on the throughway between Utica and, and, and Syracuse are long. They're much longer down south of Albany, because you're in the middle of nowhere down there. And here it is, broad daylight, and I, I happen to see in my side view mirror, I see this car flying out of it like a bat out of hell in the passing lane. I'm in the middle lane, and little do I know it at the same time there's a car following him. And they're both they got to be doing at least 115, 120 miles an hour. And I kid you not. I know, oh, you weren't there, so I can say anything. These cars were going 120 miles an hour. And no, this wasn't the Indianapolis 500, although that was going on at the same time. And they're flying by. One's flying by me. The other one's passing me because I'm in its way. So here it is. They're in the middle lane the left lane. They're racing each other. One's got a Beamer. The other one's got an Acura. I think that's what it was. And I don't know, you know, fast and furious on the thruway south of Albany. And meanwhile, there's a big 18-wheeler, the UPS truck, a big one, in the slow lane because we're going up essentially an incline. Not a mountain, mind you, but an incline. And it, just to see that right, that car almost clips me. And then now he's in the right lane and he's got very little time to get back into the middle lane so he can avoid hitting the, uh, the 18-wheeler. He did. Thank God, I'm assuming it's a he because men do crazy stuff. That's why we don't live that long. And I realized because I watch uh, these short videos like YouTube or Facebook so often, and particularly the if you went into my Facebook page and saw the algorithms, you would know that Glenn Curry's a disturbed man. I, I typically watch you know, street fights, um a lot of MMA because you know'm I'm, I'm part of the MMA thing with with John Gibbons and what and I enjoy watching that. And so I get a lot of that. I get people beating up each other in a bar or somewhere out in the street. And a lot of other times I just have cars doing crazy stuff and crashing on the side of the road. I think we all do because we're fascinated. I mean, we all look at fire because we're fascinated with fire. It's just as long as we don't get burnt, we'll watch it. So as I'm watching it, I realize that as they're passing me, I'm, I'm expecting one of them to flip over like a gazillion times or hit the truck and then flip over. That's how... That's how screwed up my mind is. For that moment, I thought I was watching a YouTube video where in reality, I was watching, you guessed it, reality. You just don't expect to see this. And then I looked it up and I drove down the road expecting to see flames and smoke and all that stuff. they gone. Who knows where they went? And on a second note, even this, we had Jason Widrick here uh, Thursday, Thursday, scaring the hell out of everyone to make sure that you, tick, you click it or ticket, and if you th- even think about drinking a beer, blah blah blah, don't think again. Oh, the police are going to be everywhere. This, there, and every. I didn't see a police car until I got to downtown Lauville. I uh, repeat, Memorial Day weekend. I went that we went down Friday. And with the exception of, of a of one police car assisting a car that was, you know, needed help on the side of the road. I'm talking about, you know, the the crocodile status off to the side of the road where you just see the lights, the lamps, and, and they're kind of submerged underwater like crocodiles waiting for you to make that mistake, exceed seventy miles an hour, or, seven, or should I say seventy nine miles an hour. And nothing. I mean nothing. Nothing at all. I'm not saying that's good or bad, but I'm just I'm expecting it, but I didn't see anything. How people can think that that's fun, I, I'll, never, I'll never understand that. Johnny took me in his Porsche before um, Jim screwed up the, uh, <laughs> the, the clutch on it a couple weeks back. And he, he drove, like, you know, he started revving it up and driving it quickly. He said, John, please, I will literally jump out of this car. I mean, I'm such a pussy. I'm sorry. When it comes to speed, all I think about is the poor bastard in Fast and Furious jumping in like an old Porsche. Oh, this is great for charity. I'll do this. Next thing you know, he's, he's a shish kebab. Dead. I, I, look, I, I don't know how I'm going to die, but I don't want to die this way. So anyway, that was one of several experiences this past weekend. And uh, happy to note that I, you know, apparently there was no major accidents on the thruway. So I'm back. I know someone was calling in. I am done with my little excursion. Watch, if you can, Sound of Music. I know you've seen it at gazillion times, but if you want to see it as a play performance done uh, with uh, Broadway caliber, I'm just assuming, you know, broad, you know, people who work on Broadway pretty much live on Long Island or Westchester, wherever. And boy, I tell you what, that was tremendous. Let's go to the phones. Let's see who's there. Hi, you're in the air. Thanks for waiting. Hey, this is Jason. We're back, on. Yeah. Oh, okay. and yes. It's Jason. Tra- and Jason, you and I got to schedule you to come in here. Um, let's do that tomorrow. Okay.
3: Okay, that'll be great.
2: Yeah. So now, what Jason just said was uh, that's your that's your expression. That's your slogan. The water c- the yeah. city needs backbone. The Jason backbone belongs to the
3: backbone. Yeah. Right.
2: Who came up with that? You or your wife? Myself. Oh, you came up up with that. Okay. Okay. Yes. All right, good. Did you have backbone when that guy made fun of you up there at the moment? No, nah, just kidding.
3: Well, it, um, I'll say this one. Yeah. It, it last two years, it has taught me a lot to understand how the political world works.
2: The what world? Wait, wait, what the what world?
3: Political world. Oh, the cr- politician world.
2: Oh, oh, okay. Oh, political. Sorry. Okay. I thought you said critical world. Okay.
3: No, that too. We live in a critical world. Yeah. Um, but it, it taught me this much that I'd rather vote for someone that has personal experience not always business experience because what business experience doesn't have, personal experience takes over
2: true, like uh, Donald Trump he had business experience yeah.
3: so that's what I want to bring to the table Glenn, I, I want to bring my own tools in the well-being plus community and help deals with
2: some of these issues. That so, what, so, So Jason, and, I, and remember, I got to limit the, because, you know, of equal time, you know, we got to schedule physically to come in here, which is one of the reasons why I've been hesitant to bring you on, because essentially you've had, you've accumulated a certain amount of time yourself, but a lot of times I'm either talking out loud like I am now, and we're not talking about various issues, and I, you know, I go in different directions, as you know. But you said bringing certain tools to the table. What tools and experience are you referring to? i got to ask. i got to challenge you on that.
3: Okay. Well, one of the tools is the mental well-being plus community. Right. Um, what I face in my own life. And other tools live in a public house. I have talked to someone that can actually take care of that issue of what's going on over in Midtown Towers.
2: Okay. All right. So, but so, can I just offer some criticism, uh, Jason? I, I'm I'm just going to yes. be, you know, when you talk about critical theory or criti- um people care what you talk about, but it's not a priority as far as mental health is. What is is property taxes, uh, blight, and infrastructure, which quite honestly, most, if not all of the candidates running right now are going to say all three. Oh, we need infrastructure. We don't need a $3.4 million golf course. We need infrastructure. Uh, you, on the other hand, know. you go the other direction, and, and that's... I don't know if that's going to work, Jason. I really don't.
3: Well, no, that's that's part of it, Glenn. That's not every My seven talking points, focus points is a four-year 25% reconstruction road plan. So what I mean is four years Four years of leadership, not just one year, not just two years, but four years of worse roads in yeah. town will be one of my priorities. Right. Infrastructure investment and lowering the tax rate so corporations want to get here and, and set up business. It costs too much and it's overbearing regulations, so right. we got to get rid of all that BS. Right. And let businesses run freely and operate.
2: freely. All right. Okay. All right. So we'll talk about. All right. That's good. But just keep that in mind when you come in here, Jason. Just low, lay, low, lay low on the on the mental health issues and and, and how you battle with it, because right, that's well, courageous. We'll right. Five, right Glenn? Remember, remember, Jason, you're you're in a field of ten people, so you got to You got to really shine in all this. You got to bring back out, out your you know your brass balls. You know you've you got backbone. You got You got to. You got to clean that those your brass balls, Jason. You got to. You got to bring Why, your well, best my game. My
3: wife is my missing ribs.
2: Yeah, yeah. Bring your, your wife. wife while you're at it. That can win you some votes too. Trust me. All right, Jason. I, I got to go. But thank you, my friend. Thank you. You too. Thank you very much. So um, I'm trying as I'm speaking to Jason. I'm trying to pick up on some stories that I send to myself so I could share them with you. One of which is that I'm reading this from Inform NNY. That's uh, Channel 50s. Most of what you get on Channel 50's inform, you know, websites aren't he- from here. And I noticed that with Channel 7. They'll say, oh, this terrible thing happened at a birthday party. And You're like, where? Where? St. Lawrence? Here? Oswego? Where was it? It's like, oh, no, it's in Indiana. What? Indiana? What? Annette Miller came up with that story? That's not even the same state. But it's interesting enough for me to share. This one comes from St. Louis. Uh, otherwise known as the Show Me State, Missouri. Uh, some parents in St. Louis County, Missouri, are fuming after their kids were turned away from the 8th grade graduation ceremony. This happened last week. One of the parents, uh, Minyatta Simmons, no relation to Paul, said she didn't like that at all, that her, her son was not uh, invited. He was turned away. And so when you read this, especially when you read the headlines, you think, oh, this is just terrible. Uh, this, this she says, is a moment that they have to remember. And another uh, a mother Letitia Grant was also as angry as her daughter was not being allowed into the event on Wednesday as well. And she says, honestly, my baby missing out on this experience is, uh, brings tears to my eyes. However, the school district had a different take. So again, up, up until this point, you're thinking, boy, this school district is callous. Like, they don't have enough room. They got to do this. They got to do that. They said they handed, uh, they handed students and parents a list of no-no's. That includes poor attendance, fighting and other misdeeds that kept students from being able to attend the promotion ceremony. The superintendent said students and kids were updated as they went along and should have known whether or not they could attend. So a lot of these kids were like, you know, Sam's from, uh, from, uh, uh lean on me, you know, with, uh, uh, the uh, principal Joe Clark from East side high New Jersey with, uh, Morgan Freeman there. Remember in the beginning of the movie, he, he, he corrals all the bad boys up on stage and and he kicks them out of school. One of them is Sims, you know, the fat kid. Oh, I can't tell my mother. And I said, Oh, go, jump, jump. Your head on crack. Jump, you know, trying to tell him jump off the roof, which of course he was kidding. But that, that, that's what I remind, it reminded. So schools do, do have policies and procedures, they say, that ask uh, young people to abide by. So while they push them through the system by allowing them to go from eighth grade to, to high school level, in other words, they, they would get their diploma for essentially having a reading level of second grade in most cases because it's, you know, it's, it's, it's the way it is these days. But they did not invite them to, uh, invite them to the actual ceremony itself. And I thought that was great. That was fantastic. I doubt they can get away with that at the high school level because at that point things can get violent. But at the eighth grade level, hopefully these kids will say, you know what, I'm going to be better now. I'm not going to rise. I'm not going to be a bad boy or a bad girl. There were boys and girls that were not invited to their own ceremony because they would disrupt it. I think that story speaks volumes. It shows courage. And I applaud the superintendent for coming up with that. Because too often, we bend over backwards for kids all the time. And in many cases, we shouldn't. We should tell them that you are wrong and that we're doing this for a reason until you wise up. I'll never forget you know going again i was most of us i'm 60 i come from a generation where if you screwed up man you were in a lot of trouble i went to catholic school and no i was at the time when they weren't hitting us over over the backside it was just at the tail end of that pardon the pun and yes they would do that in first and second grade but as the 70s developed you know all this other stuff was changing you know, granted, some of the stuff that they did in, in, in St. Thomas the Apostle, impossible, impossible, one of which, about seven years before I got there, they would not allow erasers at the end of pencils. That's how crazy the Catholic Church is, by the way. They wouldn't allow kids to have erasers at the end of their pencils to change their original answer in a test. So the teacher, or the nun, or the, it would come down, the, 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 you know, the story was that someone took the eraser and stuck it in their ear. they took it off the end of their number two pencil and stuck that little eraser in their ear and they forgot about it. Years later they had issues, they couldn't hear, they had headaches the doctor went in there and found this lodged in the person, that's the story that's the way it was it wasn't good and and, and it got more liberal they didn't hit us, thank God, because there's no room for that, I don't care, you know, really there isn't unless you're defending yourself but we live by rules and if you didn't make it, if you were if you were cut up you you were chastised for that, not just by from the school administrators or the school teachers, but from others. People, you know, walked away from you. They didn't want anything to do with you. And we noticed that every time the the you know, the Catholic kids would come in from the public schools for either communion or confirmation, you know, or any type of um non secular event, obviously church event, we realized how good we had it, because the public school kids were just cut ups. They were just bad kids. Now this is back in the seventies. Today God only knows what, what's being taught, what, what people are actually learning in the school system as it is. And I tell you what, I see things written on Facebook, not just from kids, not just from teenagers or young adults. I'm talking educated kids, people, 20s, 30s, bad grammar, horrible use of the words to, 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 there, 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 all the time. Always making that mistake. Drives me nuts. And yet, somehow or other, many of them have great success. They're doing this, they're doing that. They don't care about the grammar, because they were never taught the right way. So anyway, that's my little spiel on that deal. Let's go over the phones and see who's there. Hi, you're on the air.
4: Glenn, welcome back.
2: Uh, Thank you, my friend.
4: From the, one of the largest islands in the world you were visiting.
2: Yes, exactly. Yes. yes. Very, yeah. 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 yeah.
4: Hey, listen, Glenn, a uh, suggestion. Uh, you know, last week in the Watertown Daily Times, the front page, top of the Top of the page, big headlines. The water project of 50 million bucks to upgrade the drinking water system in the city of Watertown. Mm -hmm. That's a very serious issue. And uh, a suggestion would be to try and get your city manager Ken Mix in the studio, or to at least call in, and also the head of the water department. And. um, Give us an update on what the heck is going on. Why, you know,
2: Yeah, $50 million is a lot of money. Uh, I agree.
4: And I don't understand why the article was saying that the city can't use the $20 million fund balance for, uh, for the water mm. uh, to clean up the byproducts in the water.
2: One one. I don't know
4: why they can't use that uh, fund balance, mm. why it's not applicable. It, 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 I don't know. The article didn't say. But I got a lot of questions about that whole project, and I, I think it's... Uh, just yeah. not acceptable at all to be having trihalomethanes and hello I will.
2: I will look into it, you know. it. I will ask those questions. Yes, those are very important. Fifty million dollars is a lot of money, and why we can't take it from the fund, I have no idea. Money is money, right? Isn't it, Isn't that the way it is? Yeah. Still yeah. green. So g- good.
4: Good luck getting those guys down there. Yeah. And uh... Put it, put them to the test. Uh, put signs, let some sunshine shine on this, shine on this project. I most
2: maybe. certainly will. I most certainly. Will. Thank you, my friend. Great okay. concern. Great we'll question. Go the good work. Thank you very much. Hi, you're on the air.
1: On the air, but not the mayor in a hurry with Mr. Curry. What's up, brother? What,
2: what's going on, Andy?
1: Hey, man. Well, as you know, there was maybe you don't know there was another WWE pay per view on Saturday. Yeah, who won? Wa- champions from. Jeddah, mm-hmm. Saudi Arabia, and I have my ratings and results if you're willing to have it.
2: Real quick, yes, go ahead.
1: All right, man. For the brand-new World Heavyweight Championship, Seth Rollins defeats AJ Styles in a five-star match. It, they reinvented the, the World Heavyweight Championship. Pretty cool. Uh, Becky Lynch fought Trish Stratus, a Hall of Famer, in a terrible match. One star to barf emoji. Uh, Gunther, the intercontinental match against uh, Mustafa Ali. I give that one four stars because he got the young guy over. Mm-hmm. uh Cody Rhodes and Brock Lesnar a five star match uh, that was a that was a grudge match uh the last pay-per-view they were terrible terrible mid card one star up to five this time Rhea mm-hmm. Ripley versus Natalia a true mid card match with two great wrestlers but it only gets one star because it was cut short right. and then Asuka Bianca Belair title change five star match Osaka, gets the new women's WWE Raw, and then a tag team match in the end between Roman Reigns and Sokoa Solo versus the champion Zayn and KO. Wow. With the champion's retaining, and that's a five-star match. Great drama on that one. And the bloodline is falling <laughs> apart. And that's it, man. That's what happened at Night of Champions.
2: Awesome. Did you see all this? Did you take notes, or did you summarize this on ESPN or something?
1: So what I do, as I watch this, I sit with my family and watch it. Sometimes you watch it as it's going, If we, but if it gets too late, you know, we got... You can on demand at the next day, right? Right. Network, sure. We we watch what we missed, and then I posted on Facebook.
2: Awesome. You're good. I'm sure you have a lot of people because around here, that's like the biggest sport, second to like uh, you know duck hunting. Emma, uh, you know that 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 uh, WWE stuff is very very uh, entertaining. Needless to say. Well, Andy, thank you. I got to do a break, but thanks for the update, my friend. I appreciate it. Later, man. Thank you. That's Andy with the uh, WWE Wrestling Update here on the Live at Five show. And uh, we're going to be back right after these messages. Do not go away. Located on West Main Street, Watertown, Roberts Automotive, Sales and Service is the only service center and dealership that offers a lifetime engine warranty with all vehicles they sell. And they sell quality pre-owned vehicles starting at just $10,000. Since 1984, depend on the family-owned service center with nearly 40 years of experience. Karen Roberts works tirelessly to get you the best interest rate possible. They're on West Main Street and on Line at go torobits.com that's go the number two robs.com Roberts Automotive sales and service a proud sponsor to the hotline and live at five shows I'm
4: Ben Schoen, and I'm running for a waterton
1: pre-owned vehicle dealership
2: the other big story today and I know Jeff was talking about it at the hotline show is I, I don't know if I heard it correctly did they throw glass in the pool up at the Thompson park or grass I thought it was grass but well, whatever, it prevented the the pool from being open, I believe all day yesterday as a result of that. I don't know if they have any anybody in custody. I figured maybe if they had like a $500 bounty that uh, our friend uh, Donnie would find out who that was. That's the same person who did the Facebook page, I tell you. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Lock them up. Lock them up. Do it now. All right, we got somebody on the phone. and I actually found that 100-year-old veteran about how he feels about a com- uh, the country today. Hi, you're on the air.
5: Yeah, Glenn, that was glass. Glass. Somebody threw broken glass Jeez. in the pool.
2: Unbelievable.
5: And there's, uh, they said today there's no cameras up there, so there's no way they could tell who did it. um, Hmm. So they got to empty the pool and make sure all that glass is out of the pool before we can use it again. That's incredible. I mean, I don't know who in their right mind, why would they do something like that? It's just unbelievable. But what I called last week, the mayor, we got talking about the illegal immigrants, and he thought it wasn't a bad idea to have them come up here and all this. Right. And our county administrator didn't think it was a bad idea. Right. So I kind of told them what's going on around the country. If you think this is uh, all marshmallows and everybody's uh, goomba and all this stuff, Mm -hmm. it's not. Most of these people that are coming to this country illegally, slipping across, they're not looking for a job. They're looking for all the freebies, Biden and the Demic. Democratic Party have offered them. They are now kicking people out of uh, hotels in New York City, city, and filling them up with illegals. Right like, now, Saturday I got the New York Post. There was a big article in there on this hotel, seventeen stories tall. They are destroying this hotel. Mm-hmm. They are there are drugs all inside this hotel. There are girls getting raped inside. There are fights. They find they're finding little kids, mm-hmm. nobody watching them or don't have parents, either drunk or high, wandering around inside this seven seventeen story building.
0: Mm-hmm.
5: <clears throat> and I told the mayor, I said, "This is what you got." Mm-hmm. They aren't. There are some good people. See, I'm course. not saying they're all, but right. on the whole, right. most of them, single men. Right. Slipping across here, right. little kids without parents, mm-hmm. they're letting them through, mm-hmm. just doing destruction. They don't like this country. They're getting, they are getting—they want everything free, Glenn, and that's what they're here for. Mm-hmm. You don't see anybody lined up at the uh, job place no. looking for, I need a job right now. No, they're going to live in these apartment houses for nothing. Right. Free food, free living, free doctors. Everything, mm-hmm. and every Democratic-run city is now being destroyed, not, not just by themselves, mm-hmm. but now the influx of all these people. And I tried to tell the mayor, I don't know what he, what he took in from it. Wait. I said, it isn't all roses, No. and you're going to find out. You send up uh, half a dozen or a dozen busloads to Jefferson County, mm-hmm. and who takes care of them? The taxpayers, sure, they have no money, right? They aren't going to do anything, mm-hmm. so they're going to ha- We have to take care of them. I said you're going to find out the hard way if this happens, and they're trying their darndest mm-hmm. to uh, bring them up here. So,
2: no, okay, I thank you, my friend. Well, two things I can I can say about that. First of all, let me turn this off. Um, I've been seeing a lot of activity, a lot of email correspondence with regards to this from uh, Congresswoman Claudia Tenney, and there's a good reason for that. Because despite the fact that New York State is a blue state and that we'll forever have... Sh- Schumer can live to a 265 and he'll still be our senator. Just like Feinstein is 110 and sh- she barely knows where she is and she's still a California senator. So, yes, it's always going to be Hochul. It's always going to be a Democrat running as governor. It's always going to be a S- Democratic senator. Gillibrand, Schumer, you guessed it. However... The one thing they don't have control over, other than gerrymandering some sections here and there, they have Tompkins County, they got Onondaga County, they got Buffalo, they have Monroe County, they know they have all that. But my goodness, there's so many other, these Midwest Republicans in Taney's district, also in Elise Stefanik's district. So slowly here it is we have an influx too many people taking up a 17 story uh, hotel and countless others in New York City where they really don't need any more democratic votes. Uh, I had an argument with a guy yesterday on Facebook somewhere out of out of Ohio. You don't know Latino people. We're more conservative than you even uh, can guess. I said, "My friend, I don't care where what you say, I, I, you're outnumbered." You're not on the Northeast where the preponderance of, of, of uh, people, particularly Latino people, are from. They're not conservative. Some of them are. Most of them aren't. The most conservative might be by you. A lot of them down there in Florida coming out off some you know crappy ship from, from, uh, from Cuba or Venezuela. who they, they, They've been fleeing socialism all their lives. They know better. But the majority of Northeasterners are going to vote left. They're going to vote blue. But they have too many down there. So what are they doing? In Onondaga County, we're going to spread out the wealth. We're going to get them into Oneida. And eventually, the Hagmans of the world are going to say, oh, we'll take them. We need workers. No one wants to pour my coffee at Dunkin' Donuts anymore. We'll take them. And over time, the tennies of the world will be replaced by, I'm, I'm trying to remember, who, who was the Democrat that ran again? I mean, we wouldn't even know. It's not going to happen tomorrow. It's not going to happen next year. But soon, the, the one thing, the two things they don't have control over right now, it's the House of Representatives, although it's close. That's pocket politics. They got to get into these other, they got to have, they have to deal with driving around these huge areas with no population. Most of the people are cowboys or hicks or rednecks that love the American flag and they watch NASCAR. But the next thing they can do is, well, let's just move them upstate and let's see what happens. Let's give them what they want. Let's kick out the veterans You know, they did their service anyway. Most of them in their 40s and 50s anyway with some type of mental issue. Let's replay. I'm talking on their behalf, not mine, by the way, because that's what they're doing. They don't care about the people that live here. They care about the future of their votes. And they're going to get the pocket politics in their favor. So soon enough, they'll send them out to Indiana. Soon enough, they'll send to districts where they need them. Do they care about Latinos? Of course not. Of course not. They don't care about them. They just want the shortest distance between two points. That's a straight line. It's easy it's easy peasy. It's so simple. Just capsize the state of Texas, take over the electoral college, and you'll never see a Republican president again. I, I've said I don't know how many times, a gazillion times. I'll say it again and again. And if they could do that, they will. They can't take over the court. That, that's one thing that Donald Trump in his four years actually had you know, just the convenience of replacing three dead or, or retiring. I forget how it went. Did all three of them die? Scalia died when Obama was president. And then he had to replace Scalia. And then, yeah, and Ginsburg died. And then someone else died. I'm forgetting right now. But so Kavanaugh, Ginsburg, and of course, oh, what's her name? Smart lady. I'm just forgetting the whatever. So that's unprecedented. One term, three Supreme Court justices. And they're fuming over that. We're going to stack the court. We're going to bring back America the way it should be. <clears throat> We're going to make Washington, D.C. a state. How about Puerto Rico? Well, they haven't been successful at that. Now everyone's up in arms about McCarthy. He didn't do it right. He's saying, I can't believe you say that, blah, blah, blah. They still have to pass this. The AOCs won't want, won't, don't want to look at this. Got way too much money towards, towards the military. Others say it doesn't have enough. What a a colossal mess the country is in right now. So anyway, I found that segment. This is a 100-year-old veteran breaking down in tears at what America has become. Remember, he's 100 years old. Has all of his faculties. He's dressed uh, in this wonderful uh, military uniform. He looks like he was a high-ranking admiral or whichever. And uh, what a beautiful man. So here's what he had to say. Hopefully this works. Sorry about that, but it's just not working. But anyway, he goes on. And um, I don't know this gentleman's name. Let me turn that down. For some reason or other, it came on one channel. I don't know why. So I'm not going to you know, try that again. Usually this works, but it didn't work today. I'm looking at the board. Am I doing anything wrong? It doesn't look like I'm doing anything wrong. But nonetheless, uh, 100-year-old veteran. Basically, he says, when you look out the window, I'll, I'll kind of paraphrase this as best I can. When you see the green grass and the flowers in the front of the house, you should appreciate that. And coming from someone who's literally been on this planet for a century long, I, I, you know, he, he saw a lot. That means he saw the Depression. He was obviously in World War II. He might have done service in Korea. He might have had sons and or daughters in, in both, or perhaps for that matter, in Vietnam. He, one of them might not have come back. So he appreciates life. Not to mention he saw his comrades killed on the, on the, uh, on the fields of Normandy, wherever he was. So these people appreciate things. They appreciate the, the, the value of a dollar, of a penny. A whole penny, my grandmother used to, uh, my mom said, my grandmother says, I'm going to give you a whole penny. Can you imagine that? Kids today, look at you. You know, if you give them an allowance for less than $20, they'll they'll laugh in your face. I'm not saying all kids, but we've gotten to the point where we just take things for granted. So it's always good to see and hear an old man's, you know, uh, I guess, philosophy about life. And yet many people look at this and say, wow. And I wrote this in one of the responses. You know, this is the way Glenn Curry operates. I said, wow. A typical liberal would say, this man only had a great life because he was born a white man. And that's where we've gotten. If you're happy, that means you you had it too easy. That's why I say a, a, the happiest people today are liberals because Joe Biden's in office and Donald Trump isn't. But they're still very angry at a lot of things. And the big thing that they're angry about, I just mentioned the, you know, the Supreme Court and many other things. The biggest thing that the typical left winger is angry about today is that people like Glenn Curry still exist. That's the thing that really gets them angry. They should be very happy because they got Biden in there. Essentially, Barack and his wife, along with Schumer and, uh, and Pelosi and the Beltway, you know, the DOJ and the FBI, are running things right now. We know that. We know that. We, we know this. We hear this from Andy McCabe, about Andy McCabe, about Comey. It was, oh, someone should go to jail. No one's going to jail. They're happy people, but they're very unhappy because people like me and this show and Fox, even though what's left of Fox, still exists, And until we are not here anymore, then they'll be really, really happy. And then they'll start fighting amongst themselves. And that should get interesting. We'll start seeing that in about two years. In fact, I just read something today. I heard something on the radio earlier. The Taliban are are fighting with the Iranians. <laughs> that I love hearing that. You know, the, the Taliban, you know, the people that we're supposed to look out for, and, you know, 72 versions, and yet they're fighting the Iranians. It, it doesn't get any better than that. Hi, you're in the air. Hey,
0: Glenn, how's it going today?
2: It's uh, Lefty, what's happening?
0: You know, for a while you've been saying, like, <clears throat> we've lost, it's over, and I've kind of tried to have a
2: Optimistic.
0: <laughs> have some, yeah, optimism. Have some fuller glasses and kind of look through things. Go, sure. eh, it's gonna be here, but yeah. I tell you, on one level, I've kind of just conformed and gave in. Mm-hmm. Went shopping at Walmart the other day. Yeah. Went through the self checkout. Brought my own bags. Yeah. I don't like that. This state's bad. There's no reason for that. No reason That's for doing what? Doing with not one job. It's doing away with two jobs. It's gonna force me to go. I'll just order from Amazon and. not... <laughs> go
2: get it at all. Wait a minute. Wait, whoa, whoa. Let, me, let me just assess what you just said. You're saying the world's going, in a, uh, whatever the expression is, is going bad because you got to bring bags to an automatic uh, uh, checkout at Walmart?
0: Yeah, I mean, we. I, I wasn't going to give in and ever go to an automatic checkout. I don't work at Walmart. I don't work wherever. I'm not going to ring myself up. Hmm. I'm not going to bring in my own bags. If I have to pay a nickel, I'll pay the nickel, but no option at Walmart anymore. You have to bring in your own bags and you pretty much, unless you're disabled or something, you've got to use the self-checkout. That's just the way it is. And wow. they're going to offend 70% of the people on the way out and ask them to look at their receipt. Right,
2: right. It's just
0: got to, rot- to be a rotten world. Hmm. That's, those are jobs that were once there.
2: Yeah. Well, AI is you know? going to destroy all that. By the way, someone asked me today, Glenn, what do you think about AI? They're, they're going to take over radio one day. is Really? I mean that'll be that be interesting. It's like, you know, th- that means they can program it where if you called in right now to a Republican radio show like this, it could persuade you to think differently because, you know, that would ultimately the dem- the left is going to take over AI. They already have it. Google will be the forerunner in all this. So, I'll be I'll be con- conditioning you to say, "That's perfectly all right, lefty. Lefty, that's a good thing. You're a great American if you continue working and dealing with people and automation like that." Come down and do that, Rough, rough, rough. There you go. That's AI in a nutshell. Have, have you listened to uh, Joe Rogan much? You listen to his podcast? No. Much? No. I, no. I just can't. I can't. I can't see through the dust. Uh, every time I look at that, I feel like my eyes are turning into quarters. I can't. I can't. It's too dark. I can't see it. Why? Why does he have such a dark set? I, I
0: don't think he does. But you can listen to him anyway. Yeah, it's yeah. really good. But he did a uh, he did a an AI where it was completely AI, mm-hmm. and you didn't know it wasn't him. I mean, mm-hmm. you may have if you've been the person that was the guest, you'd call in. but right. he, You can you can search it and watch it. Right. He's done a, a total podcast where
2: mm.
0: it was he let AI take his voice, mm. take everything, and do it. It's so scary that that's like that, and we're, there's sure. nothing we can do about this point.
2: Right, right, right. Well, and China's probably going to advance it. It's, the, it's our technology. They'll take it to the next level, and uh, we'll just they, have to be say, happy with they that.
0: They say now <laughs> it's like on college-level testing. Yeah. That if, you have, if you pay for it, you can have it where it's completely untraceable to the point where they put in errors to do your homework. If you say you needed a business plan to bring to a bank, this business plan is done for you. And if that's your, insi- your assignment, college level, to be able to do this, right? they can do it flawless. But if they need be, they'll, they'll find things in there to put flaws in. So mm. it's not picked up by the college's computer program to see if it is AI that's actually you.
4: Mm. Wow. And
0: the, the, compar- the comparison that I heard when it was being spoke of was, you know, in the 70s, teachers tried to ban, or, you know, schools tried to ban calculators. Right. Because hey, right. you can't use a calculator because... You're not actually fig- well. We don't need to figure out things on finger and toes. Right. You use it on a calculator. If you still need to do the long math, you can figure it out. It's going to sure. be the same thing with this AI. Mm-hmm. It's going to be interesting to see. I'm all for technology. I'm I'm for all kinds of things. Right. I think you know the world's going better in so many ways. It's very exciting. I'm I'm glad to still be able to you know have the next 20, 30 years or whatever I get out of it left to see how it expands.
2: Right. So
0: I've given in now, and I I have bags in my car that I'm going to repeatedly put fresh meat into. That's going to just make it more deadly for us. It's just a craziness that we let that go. Hmm. And it's not everywhere. It's New York State. It's a few states. It's not everywhere. Yeah. What, what, you realize you can go into, uh, into other states right now and still get, you know, straws. You can still get, yeah. you know, foam for your... Right. your, your, your what about
2: still what about those commercials for like uh, you know the guy with the balls to the wall voice uh, American Patriot Supply will give you food when 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 the world comes to a cal- calamity, you should do it for you and your family. Live down in the basement, get a bunker, and get some Patriot food from Patriot Food Supply. Now more than ever,
0: I take I take, I take it you don't have any number ten cans filled with uh, some backup supply.
2: No, I am going I am going to die like a little poodle they they say the first animals right. to die when di- when man dies are, are household pets particularly small dogs they're, they're so reliant on us that they'll be just they'll die
0: cats will,
2: dogs will do dogs. very well yes yes yeah yeah, yeah. yeah
0: but, but you should you should have some backup supplies there's no way you you shouldn't have a you know at least a month's worth of
2: no nah, no nah, i'm not going to do that here's what i'm going to do i'm just just you know look towards fort drum Because one of these countries, it's probably not going to be Russia because they can't get anything right. But more than likely, it's going to be a big, white, bright flash coming from the Fort Drum area. And if that doesn't work, look towards Syracuse or Utica, whatever bomb, a plutonium bomb is going to blow up Central. I know this is harsh. I know what I'm saying is really off the rails. But, you know, it's really not off the rails because things are so freaking crazy right now, extrovert, that what I'm saying right now more than likely is going to happen in the next four to eight years, if not sooner. That's all I can say. It's awful. Hopefully kids aren't listening right now. But it's the truth. Sorry.
0: Yeah, I I, I, I differ on that... Uh well, no, I, I, like
2: good, but but I'm not I'm not really gonna sit I'm not gonna sit here. Right, I'm not gonna live in a basement or you know something out of the Terminator and wait for the machines to come down and kill me. I I don't want to do that. I just I just want to go like the majority of people are gonna go because I can't imagine the world's gonna be that good after the big blast uh, you know that happens. I don't. I,
0: you're not. You're not. I, I'm not saying have some backup food for the big blast. I'm saying if. All of a sudden, the grin gets shut down. That's something that's more apt to happen. Right. You're, you're probably right. For, for two weeks, three weeks, something like that. And that would be extreme. Yeah. The big city... Well, we don't. We won't first.
2: need to diet. If you,
0: have, if, you have, if you have the luxury of living in a large city, say San Francisco, and you every day can go out and buy your, your food fresh for that day on your way home... Oh, and, you, you could you steal know, it. ...to do more of that here... That that's the person that's
2: not going to laugh. Right, right. Well, most the of them can't go, last go go last. to grocery stores in San Francisco anyway, because they're all, you know they're all pillaged and they close them down because you know urban America is out of control. I got to do one more break, uh, Lefty, and uh, uh, and give me a shout tomorrow because I want to talk to you about that riveting conversation you had with Mayor Smith on Friday. Please do call me up tomorrow if you can. Okay, I will uh, right. I'll talk to you then. All right, Bye, thank Lord. you because that that conversation went on forever. I was listening to in my car while I was on uh, the. Uh, the Northern Expressway, Northern Parkway excuse me, gotta be correct alright, let's do this, we'll be back roof looking older than you are, finding more tiles the people who call you back alright, so a couple of headlines uh, a councilman Cliff only wants city to hire a special bus for primary day gotta look out for those who can't afford it well, I tell you what, he is what he is a modern day Robin Hood isn't he? Uh, also, thanks to News Junkie for putting my mug up there. There was something I wanted to share with you. There was a story today about a six, about a 16-year-old and I heard his beloved Mama Swan from Manlius in a local park killed by a 16-year-old. I'll say that again. I mean, remember, what, was it six, seven years ago we had an issue? We, met, uh, we had the DEC people go out and shoot two swan because they were invasive species or something that were dangerous to society. The most tranquil, I mean, uh, I'd, I'd rather they have, you know, killed a couple of, you know, turkey vultures or something, whatever, but two, two beautiful swans. That was like eight, nine years ago. I remember Kevin Oliver calling in about that. That was out in Sacketts Harbor. So here it is. We have a 16-year-old that just took it upon himself. He's in custody. And of course, they won't divulge who the 16-year-old is. And all that other stuff, and Glenn, you jump to conclusions all the time. Uh, oh, and also the big news, and I failed to mention this. I'm so sorry. I'm, I know Ken Martin's probably working on the uh, the promo as we speak. I want to get this right. I'm going to look at my calendar. But we have a big debate that we're scheduling. And I might be jumping the gun here. Jim might not like this, but it's going to be the Monday. Am I getting this right? Yeah. The Monday before the big primary. And and it's not the month. Let me do this again. It's going to be on June 19th, otherwise known as Juneteenth. The primary is on the 27th of June, so it's eight days before. God, I hope I'm getting this right. It's going to be at the Hilton Garden Inn. And uh, Jim's all excited about it. He wants everyone else, else to sell it. And which we will, I'm sure, because this is going to be a big event. And the last time this was done... I know I did a couple across town. And I know the the big, big one here for the mayoral race back in, I believe, in 2019 between Jeff Smith and Allison Crossman was uh, at the, the Carriage House. But for all practical purposes, the Carriage House isn't available, unfortunately, for this. So they, they're doing it at the Hilton Garden Inn. That's on the 19th of June. So that's at least was 10 candidates. And, um, you know, a, a service courtesy, of course, of, of uh, community broadcasters and uh, Mr. and former mayor and hotline host Mr. Jeff Graham will be the moderator. He will be uh, do, you know he will be there and I'm assuming they'll have reporters oh reporters uh, more than likely like uh, like a John Moore maybe or a representative from channel Seven, a representative from the Watertown Daily Times inevitably that will be Craig Fox and then a representative from what else And what else we got left? What PBS? It's like, isn't Cliff only running? No, he's not running this time. Well, we're not going to do this. We, we only back Cliff. So that's going to be in the 19th. That's going to be a big, big event, courtesy of community broadcasters. So that's good. I'm glad I, I, w- I was able to remember that. I should have brought it up early. AM 1240, w a time makes this legal. Tomorrow, once again, it's a hotline show. And then up next, of course, CBS News. This is CBS News on the hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Wendy Gillette in New York. A building that partially collapsed in Iowa will be demolished, but the remains of victims could still be inside. CBS's Adriana Diaz. Search crews are back on site at a partially collapsed building in Davenport,
0: Iowa.